Commitment is so hard. Every organization has limited time, money, and needs to prove to the board, to its investors, that it is maximizing its return. Allowing enough time to embed the strategy into the organization and seeing the results takes time. Welcome to the Ultimate Guide to Partnering. In this podcast, Vince Mincione, a proven industry sales and partner executive, brings together technology leaders to discuss transformational trends and to deconstruct successful strategies to thrive and survive in the rapid age of cloud transformation. And now your host, Vince Mincione. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Ultimate Guide to Partnering where technology leaders come to optimize results through successful partnering. I'm Vince Menzion, your host, and my mission is to help leaders like you unlock the leadership principles and learnings of the best in the business to get partnerships right, optimize for success, and deliver your greatest results. Why do organizations fail partnering? At Ultimate Guide to Partnering, we focus on helping you achieve your greatest results partnering. Week after week, Leaders in the tech industry come to this platform to tell us how we can achieve our greatest results. We talk about what makes the best in the best better and how organizations can align, optimize, and thrive during this time of rapid digital transformation. But we also discuss why partnerships fail. Yes, organizations don't always get it right. And on this episode of Ultimate Guide to Partnering, I'm going to focus with you on the blockers to successful partnering, what I refer to as the four dysfunctions of effective partnering. I'm Vince Menzion, your host, and at Ultimate Guide to Partnering, I try to help you, the partner leader, unlock the leadership principles and learnings of the best in the business to get partnerships right, optimize your organization for success, and deliver your greatest results. For over 30 years, I have been in the trenches. I've carried a bag as a salesperson, and I started up partner organizations in both a startup and a turnaround. I then spent almost a decade as the ecosystem leader for a $4.6 billion business at Microsoft. And when I left Microsoft, I recognized that organizations struggled aligning with the tech giants. So I launched Ultimate Guide to Partnering, the podcast you're listening to, over five years ago because I recognize the struggles and I have learned from the best in the business. And I bring them here to share with you week after week, the leadership learnings and the best practices to help you survive and thrive. So in this episode of the podcast and in future episodes, I'm going to have a more intimate conversation with you and share my thoughts on what makes great partnerships and also share how to overcome some of the frustrations the warning signs that many organizations face to get it right. I often refer to these warning signs as dysfunctions. Not all technology organizations face them on their journey to develop optimal partner ecosystem strategies. We won't solve them all here today. I know if you're like me, just recognizing that they exist is the first step to addressing them. And my goal is to help you on your path to solving for the inherent challenges almost all organizations, teams, and people face on that path to success. In fact, I'd encourage you to share this episode with your leadership and colleagues as a first step to identify and addressing them head on. 
Before we dive into the episode, I'm happy to announce that PartnerTap has become a founding sponsor of Ultimate Guide to Partnering. PartnerTap is the only partner ecosystem platform designed for the enterprise. Their technology makes it easy to align channel teams with automated account mapping, letting you control what data you share while building a partner revenue engine. So imagine this scenario. You've just taken a role as the channel chief for a high-growth tech company. The company has dabbled in partners for quite some time, but they've struggled for years to develop a partner-friendly sales culture. In fact, 99% of their revenue comes from a direct sales model, and marketing and sales investments are all aligned for this direct sales client acquisition model. The company finally realizes it needs a partner strategy, an ecosystem. After all, all of its competitors are doing it. You interview, and they make you a fantastic offer. You take the job because you know the power of partnerships, and you have seen firsthand how it can be a force multiplier to reach, scale, and revenue growth. You're so excited, and you know that you can really make a difference. It's day one. And your first order of business is to turn around this organization's approach to building, go-to-market, and selling by implementing a solid partner and ecosystem strategy. You know it won't be easy. Many people in the organization have already shared with you their frustrations. In fact, you've been told that it was somebody prior to you in that role, someone who quit in frustration, trying to do the same thing. But you take that leap of faith because you've spoken to practically everyone on the leadership team, and every single one of them have assured you that this time it's going to be different. The company is really committed to your success. In fact, if I can't do this, no one can. So it's your first day, and leadership sends an announcement and professes their support for your new partner strategy, which they expect to be the key accelerant to the company's future growth. You are all set, right? Let's fast forward six months later. You're feeling kind of stuck. Despite the initial support, you're facing some resistance. In fact, they just hired a new chief revenue officer who joins the company and is questioning your strategy and tactics. He's come from another SaaS software company where they had a highly effective direct selling model. And he's resistant to your strategy. His strategy's worked. He had better control, and he trusts this approach to deliver successful outcomes for his new role. Now what do you do? Does this scenario sound vaguely familiar? What just happened? You see, I've seen scenarios like this play out time and time again. I coach organizations through the changes they need to make to achieve their greatest results. And I've worked with channel chiefs, alliance leaders, and partner leaders of all types, including the newly coined chief ecosystem officer. I've worked with practically every role associated with effective and successful partnerships. I have seen the pain. I have felt this pain. And it is why I am so committed to helping organizations like yours build successful, thriving, and sustaining partnership strategies. So what are the four dysfunctions of partnering that are getting in your way? 
We won't solve them all here today, but knowing, recognizing, and addressing each of these problem areas will help you achieve your desired results as a channel or ecosystem leader. So what are the four dysfunctions? Well, the first dysfunction is culture. You see, without question, there are organizations who, because of their very cultures, struggle to understand and embrace the core principles of successful partnering. These same organizations serve up platitudes about the importance of partnerships to their board of directors and shareholders, but their actions speak so loud you can't hear their words. These actions inhibit the organization's success, building a sustaining and thriving partner ecosystem and model. You see, culture matters. An organization's mindset or mentality towards partnering plays a pivotal role in its success or failure. It's like the soil. It's either fertile or it's not. In fact, it could be toxic toward partnering. When the culture is toxic, it often manifests a scarcity mentality. There's not enough to go around. And organizations like this often reward individual contributor or heroic sales behavior. In a heroic sales model, our primordial culture recognizes going out and catching the fatted calf and bringing it home. And sales is often like that, right? The individual gets the sale, rings the bell, gets the award at the end of the year for their amazing contribution. And yet there's a whole slew of people standing behind them who all played an equal role in the success of that transaction or that territory or that business success. This type of behavior sucks the life out of an organization, and it sucks the life out of the teams that work to engender a partner-led or partner-first mindset within the organization. Scarcity mentality and a heroic salesperson worship are signs your organization has a mindset problem. I'm so excited to welcome Athletic Greens as the latest sponsor to Ultimate Guide to Partnering. Friends who know me well, no, I've made taking a green drink supplement part of my health ritual for over 20 years now, and it has made all the difference to my health and well-being. About five years ago, I added Athletic Greens, and now their product, AG1, has become my go-to green drink supplement. I take this literally every single day. AG1 is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, Whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. It literally has replaced every vitamin in my cabinet. I take it at the start of the day and often have a second serving on days when I really need it. If you'd like to give AG1 a try, Athletic Greens is giving away a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five travel packs with every new purchase. Check them out at athleticgreens.com forward slash Vince M. The second dysfunction of successful partnering is around commitment or the lack of commitment. Getting partnerships right is often very hard. You need to invest in resources, systems, other organizations 
that you often don't have direct control. And organizations look at this and the chief financial officer looks at this and says, why am I spending this money when I can go build a direct sales organization? They often don't get it. They don't have the commitment to partnering. They often pay lip service to it. They might even build out a team to support it. But when it comes time to allocating the dollars, they fail to commit. They fail to align the partner or ecosystem leader where they need to be so that the organization can optimize for success. You see, they often put the partner leader underneath the chief revenue officer or maybe bury them down further in the organization. The partner leader needs to sit on the executive team and go left to right across that chief executive officer, chief financial officer, chief marketing officer, chief product officer, and have integration conversations and ensure that partner is aligned across each of these areas. Commitment is so hard. Every organization has limited time, money, and needs to prove to the board, to its investors, that it is maximizing its return. Allowing enough time to embed the strategy into the organization and seeing the results takes time. It won't happen overnight. Aligning the partner function of the organization for greatest visibility, accountability, and business impact is a critical component for success. When the partner organization is buried deep, we don't see the results. It's a clear sign that the company is not committed to the partner strategy. The most successful organizations commit the necessary resources, capital, and time. They trust the partnership and intuitively believe the return on investment will ultimately be higher than a direct-only sales model. They are open to all the possibilities. Without commitment, organizations fail partnering. The third dysfunction of successful partnering is ineffective communications, both internally and with your intended partners and partner ecosystem. I see this most often in the partner-to-partner engagement. In fact, I see this quite often in SaaS software companies and other partnerships with the tech giants like Microsoft, Google, and AWS. When two organizations attempt to lock arms in partnership, that must be followed by fluid and effective communications. You see, things usually start off well. In fact, I've been in the room so many times, sitting across the table, having those great meetings with the slide decks. We've all stated our intentions and vision for the partnership. We might even have objectives and key results and milestones all outlined. And then we leave the table and crickets. Nothing happens. I call these the kumbaya moments. Both parties coming to the table with good intentions, having an effective meeting, exciting dialogues, abundant ideas and positive feelings all around, but that needs to be followed up by execution. And execution means that two organizations are having effective communications about what's working and what needs to be addressed in order to drive the results 
that we intend to achieve together. Communication shows up in so many areas across partnering. How you communicate to your ecosystem, how you communicate and have an effective rhythm with each of your partnerships, and how within your own organization you rally the organization around this motion, around successful execution of the partnership strategy. Organizations need to communicate early and often. It needs to be fluid, persistent, relevant, and diplomatically aggressive. If you want partnerships to succeed, you can't wait for the other party. You need to do it first. Consistency is key, and communication needs to happen with intention and purpose. Being deliberate in communication is fundamental to success, and it requires everyone to get ahead of the communication strategy to optimize for success. So the last dysfunction that we'll discuss today, the fourth dysfunction of highly effective partnering, is around trust. And trust comes up early and often when I ask people, what makes a successful partnership? You see, I like to call trust the oxygen because without it, partnerships, a partner strategy, an ecosystem strategy withers and dies. Trust shows up often in this podcast. In nearly every podcast interview I conduct, when I ask leaders what they see in the best in the business and when partnerships fail, what is the kryptonite? Almost universally, it comes down to a lack of trust. Trust is at the root of every success factor and principle. When culture is bad, trust is low. A lack of commitment is often because there is an underlying lack of trust in the partner program and process. When organizations fail in communications, a lack of trust is often to blame. When alliance, channel, partner, and ecosystem strategies fail, it is almost always because of a breakdown in culture, commitment, communication, and by association, trust. If your organization wants to achieve optimal results, wants to achieve its greatest results, you need to pay special attention to these dysfunctions. How would you rate your organization in these four areas? Culture, commitment, communication, and trust. I'll leave you with that today. Are you set up for success or failure? Drop me a line. I'd love to learn more. And hopefully, you'll continue to join me on this journey through this podcast and through the work of Ultimate Partnerships where we help organizations achieve their greatest results. We have some exciting news ahead to share as I assemble the best partner leaders in the business, the partner dream team as we're calling it, to help you become the best version of a partner or ecosystem leader. So there's more to come in future episodes, but I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you continue to follow along. I would be more than honored to have you be part of our community. We're assembling more. So I hope you subscribe to Ultimate Guide to Partnering on our LinkedIn page, our Facebook page, or Ultimate Guide to Partnering on our newsletter, which is on LinkedIn and also individually delivered to you through email. I'm Vince Menzion, and my mission is to help you 
achieve your greatest results through successful partnering. I want to thank you for supporting and joining us and wish you all the best in achieving your greatest results. As with each of my episodes, I appreciate your support. Please subscribe on your favorite platform, like, comment, tell your friends about Ultimate Guide to Partnering and where they can find us. And I'd love your feedback. Please like the podcast and provide comments or reach out to me at Vince Menzione on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also like and follow Ultimate Guide to Partnering on our Facebook page or drop me a line at vincem at ultimate-partnerships.com. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by PartnerTap, the partner ecosystem platform most trusted by enterprise. Drive more revenue with your partners and learn more at partnertap.com. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Ultimate Guide to Partnering with your host, Vince Minzione. Online at ultimateguidetopartnering.com and facebook.com slash ultimateguidetopartnering. We'll catch you next time on The Ultimate Guide to Partnering.